from inside Memorial Stadium. This is the Huskers Radio Network podcast. All Huskers, all the time. Here's your host, Jessica Cootie. Well, Ryan Eld, we welcome you into the podcast. Uh, let's start. I mean, obviously, it was a crazy kind of uh, summer and fall leading up to last season, but you played here. You know what it's like. How excited are you specifically for this year to get Memorial Stadium back to full capacity? Well, it's just going to be awesome because there's no better place in the country than Memorial Stadium on a Saturday. Uh, so I, I just am fired up. We all are to be able to see the sea of red. Uh, and then I'm excited for a lot of our players that haven't been able to experience that yet. Um, it's just a, a whole different world out there when, when the momentum shifts happen and the crowd's yelling and, and, uh, and it really can help us both sides of the ball. So uh, it, it's exciting uh, to get back to whatever the new normal will be, but I know that uh, we're going to be fired up to be able to get there. We have a great home schedule of games. Um, uh, so we're, we're ready to go, uh, fired up, and get back to, to big, big uh, red football uh, on Saturdays. You guys uh, had some injuries, a little banged up uh, throughout spring. Overall, how's the health of your group right now? I feel really good. Uh, you know, we finished up strong in the spring. The last two weeks was really good. Um, but, you know, right now uh, our guys uh, have paid the price in the summer. They've, they've really, uh, really done well getting their bodies right. And each guy had a – uh, had their own specific goals that we put together for them, and, and they've really been working hard to achieve that. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of question marks out there for us. Uh, we're going to have a chip on our shoulder because of, uh, you know, they're, they're hungry, and they want to be able to go out and prove, um, you know, that, that this is a room that can be a position of strength on the football team. Uh, but we have to go earn it. Uh, we, can we can talk about it all day, but until we go out – and produce it doesn't really matter but uh, I know our guys are ready for fall camp here coming up soon um, and then getting ready uh, uh, for the season yeah with so many weapons and talent how do they separate themselves is it now in the summer is it more so in the fall I mean how do you kind of maybe start seeing how that's going to stack up uh, depth chart wise well I started grading in the spring I graded every play in the spring and that will carry over into the fall uh, we will grade every every play in the fall so I know uh, who the consistent uh, backs are um, you know I, there's, there's a lot that goes into it right health um, consistently and knowing the offense and then going out and just being a football player and making plays uh, you know so we got to be able to count on a certain number of guys to be able to help us. When I come into work, I got to know who my guys are that are that are taking the baton and want to be the guys. Uh, but we have tremendous competition in the room, uh, which will be awesome for fall camp. And even in the fall, you, you might find a guy that maybe starts early on uh, and then a guy keeps getting better and uh, his role changes. So it's going to be fluid the whole year. Uh, but we definitely want to be able to narrow it down and have the guys – uh, that we can count on uh, day in and day out. But how, how important is it to have more than one guy that you can rely on and call on throughout a football season? Well, I think it's hard. You, you have to have more than one for various reasons. I mean, just because in this league, it's a big boy league, it's pounding. Uh, there's going to be an injury. There's going to be something that comes up. Uh, you know, so you got to have depth there. Um, you know, so we feel we have the numbers and we have some good walk-ons as well that, that can be role players and – in, 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 in that as well. But we've got to be better on special teams. Uh, we, we have talent in the room of guys that can really help uh, that, that area as, uh, as well. And we've got to get that fixed to, to help the football team and all, all uh, uh, special teams areas as, as, as we move forward. 
Let's talk specifically about a couple of them. Jaquez Yant, you guys put him on scholarship this spring. What did you see out of him that you felt like he had earned that scholarship? Well, the Yant Nader, he he <laughs> really uh, paid the price. Uh, you know, he had to sit out. He had you know he had to redshirt. Uh, so he was part of the redshirt program and the Friday scrimmages we had. Um, you know, so he made progress there. Uh, he had a really good winner, uh, and then he was able to stay healthy. So he got probably the second most reps of any of the backs. Uh, in the spring, which, you know, the more reps you get, the better you're going to be. Uh, but he still knows the things that, that he's got to get better at. He's just a big guy, so he's got to make sure that he continuously eats right, trains right, and then the mental aspect so we can count on him to be an every down back and not just be a situational guy. Um, so he's, ta- he's embraced it. Um, he can't just take a deep breath, oh, I've earned a scholarship and I'm satisfied now. No, that's one step. You have to continue to keep getting better and be hungry. So he's listed on the roster right now at 62225. What do you guys where are you hoping that he's at for the season? Oh, uh, you know, we'd like to have him probably, you know, middle 230s, low 240s in that range. I mean, he just when you look at him, he doesn't look like a guy that uh, I mean, he just is a big guy and so he's he's got a lot of muscle so which, you know, muscle will will help him way more obviously, but um he's just got to make sure he's eating and taking care of his body and the training piece because he's just so naturally big that if he doesn't, uh, you know, he's, he, he, he could really, you know, gain weight that we wouldn't want him to. And Gabe Irvin, your true freshman, what are your expectations for him? Well, you know, he came at mid-year, and, and, uh, which was big for him. And since he's arrived on campus, uh, he's really had a business approach. Um, he knows the opportunities there because we don't have somebody that's an experienced guy with Diedrich leaving to the NFL uh, so he's really looked at that as an opportunity. He comes from a great high school program. Uh, so he's, you know, been able to play in state championships. So he's used to the big stage. And it hasn't been too big for him. Um, he's got to, uh, you know, be hungry and, and humble um, because, you know, he does have talent. But we're going to stay on him to, um, you know, keep working on the things he needs to, to work on. But uh, I think he's a guy that really can help our football team. He's a great kid. That you know his teammates like him, um, but we're gonna really push him to be uh, consistent in everything he does. And Marquis Step obviously was uh, hurt in the spring transfer. How is he gonna? How does he go about maybe getting acclimated and into this offense, having missed spring ball once you guys start fall? Well, he was able to get a couple practices in early uh, before we had to pull the plug, and he got fixed. Uh, uh, but he's got he's he, he's good now. He's really working hard this summer. Uh, he was very engaging in the spring, even though he wasn't in. He had the the script. He knew the plays. He was getting mental reps. Uh, he was in the meetings, obviously. So uh, that that's a big part of it. We couldn't lose that opportunity, even though he wasn't getting the physical reps. But uh, you know, he he's a a guy that that uh, he understands what he needs to do. He chose here for a reason to come here to make an impact on our football team. But he also knows there's competition, and we're not going to hand him anything. Uh, so he's going to have to go out there and earn it. But I think being healthy uh, will really help his case um, because I do think he's a guy uh, that can help our team. I mean, he's you know aesthetically when you look at him. I mean, he's really an impressive-looking guy, but he's another guy that has to watch what he eats because he's just naturally a big guy. And so the, the conditioning this summer, getting out in the heat, will help him 
uh, lean and, and be ready to go. Beyond just, uh, you know, running the football, uh, blocking pass protection, how important, how uh, vital is that to, to what you want out of your guys as well? Well, you know, we, we have to have guys that can do it all in this offense. It's not just running the ball. They have to be able to catch the ball out of the backfield. They have to be able to, to pass protect because in this league, defenses are really good. And they're going to try to get matchup uh, overloads on, on our guys with linebackers and different things. Um, we want to be able to prepare these guys for everything that they'll see on Saturday so there's no stones left unturned. Um, you look at our two backs that are in the NFL, Divina Zigbo uh, and Dedrick Mills right now. I think we've, we've helped prepare them for the next level with all the things we do as a, with our running back position. Uh, we ask a lot out of these guys, um, but we, you know, we got to be able to have guys that can do uh, multiplicity of things um, in the pass game, in the run game, in the blocking game. Um, and we, I think we have the group that'll do that. Last thing for you, as uh, first practice and fall camp quickly approaches, how do you tackle uh, with this group with a lot of talent, but kind of unknown as to who might be the guy? How do you kind of go about getting this group ready to go? Just create competition, create different scenarios. I want to be able to see what happens when things don't go their way uh, whether it's a play, whether they fumble the ball in practice. I, I, I want to see how their mental makeup is because you have to be mentally tough. Uh, and you got to be able to be like a relief pitcher in baseball. You give up a home run, you got to be able to throw the next pitch. Um, how do you handle success with, with all this stuff coming up with name, image, and likeness and all the social media keep getting more crazy day in and day out? How do you handle that? Um, on a day-to-day -day basis so you don't get too big for, uh, you know, for the cause. And, uh, you know, we're, we have to have a room of un unselfishness and we care about each other. Um, and, but yet there's a, a friendly competition of, in our room, there's a culture of, okay, a guy does a great job. Everybody's happy for this guy and not, oh, man, that guy just made a play. I'm never going to play again, whatever, which can happen in rooms. So I like where our culture is, uh, but you, you, culture doesn't stop one day. You have to continually work on it. But we will have competition in our room. Uh, I'm excited about it. But um, nobody's earned anything yet. Uh, we got to go out and get on that field uh, and prove that we can be an asset to the team. Coach, we appreciate your time and look forward to seeing uh, what your guys can do, how it all shakes out come the fall. Thanks, and we really appreciate you having me.